right, hello everyone, and welcome to the podcast. This is Dominate Day to Day with a two. Hi, Zach. Hi. How are you, Ralph? Oh, you know, I'm good. Happy, happy weekend. Happy long weekend. Yes. In actor, in honor of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Yep. Um, As teachers, that's nice. We watched the speech on Friday. It's one of my favorite things. We do this. We watch the speech. This actually wasn't what I was going to lead in with. This oh. is off the top of my head. Oh, okay. Uh, we always watch the speech and then we do a, we do a reminder lesson for metaphors because he uses so many great metaphors in the speech and the kids illustrate one of his metaphors. Nice. It's pretty great. Pretty great assignment. I was, came up with that a couple of years ago. It's pretty good. That's fun. Mm -hmm. It's fun and relevant. Yeah. And the kids like it. It's Yeah. yeah, it's, it's a good one. Um, how about, uh, feedback? We have some feedback. Um, we do. Do you want me to start with the feedback? Well, and just thank you for joining us. We really yeah. appreciate that you're here. This is our fourth episode. And, um, last week's episode, last week was our, was our bathroom heavy episode. Right. Um, and, uh, toilets and toothbrushes. toilets and toothbrushes. So, and we didn't even give you a preview of what was coming this week for, for our, uh, newly appointed loyal listeners. Yeah. They didn't even know what was coming. They today. didn't. They're in for a treat. They are. I do love I guess, my in our humble opinion. Today. Um, how about feedback? Um, okay, so I got this from a couple of people. The one that stands out the most um, was my coworker. I'm going to give her a shout out, Molly. Um, Molly hey, Molly. Hey, Molly. Um, Thanks for listening. She loves Rick Springfield. Loves Rick Springfield. Okay. That's just a fun fact about Molly. <laughs> one, she, right. calls, she calls him her boyfriend. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, she said... Which I think we both knew this, but we just didn't talk about it. One another reason to combine the two, close oh. the lid, is so that your toothbrush doesn't get dirty. Yes. And we You don't want poop water spraying. <laughs> poop water yeah, right. <laughs> Remember when we were tr- gonna try to not be gross? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but that is a good reason. Thank you, Molly. Yes. And I think I knew that and I just like it just wasn't a topic. I just it's seems so common sense but sometimes you get into the conversation on a topic and you leave out one of the aspects right i don't know about you i'm not taking a lot of notes coming into this yeah i know it's just my Um, feelings uh one (laughs) thing she did say and it was very funny because so she said her husband put those lids that close slowly oh the slow close and i love those do you yeah because i just and then it well, you got to get used to them, though, yeah. because I'm used to guiding the lid all the way down so oh. it doesn't crash, and then the new one we put in down here is the slow close. Yeah, so, you're like, so I want to force it down. I'm like, oh, no, I, I don't have to do that with this one. There you go. Yeah. So she's like, oh, my husband put those slow closing lids on, so now I have to wait. <laughs> now I have to wait to flush. Great point. Because if you flush before that mm-hmm, lid's down, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the particles, particles are not contained. Yep. Smart. Yeah. That's smart. Um, that leads me to another piece of feedback we got that I think is kind of funny. Um, I'll just say my lady, but I think our ladies are in agreement that they, uh, they think that our advice sounds condescending, but specifically Claire's example was specifically about the toilet closing and that how it just makes you feel good and it's the proper way to do it. And it's welcoming to other people. Well, there is now a real sciencey reason to put the toilet seat down that we hadn't mentioned. Which Um, makes us less condescending. But let's just remind everyone. We are simply here to give you advice that could help. We would encourage you to try it. But hey, to each their own. Do your own thing. Our way doesn't have Our to be right. Our way doesn't have to be the right way. Yep. Our way doesn't have to be the right way. We keep saying that. Over Our there. way doesn't need to be the right way. Um, something that uh, I tell myself often because I a lot of times I do think that I'm right. 
but and I try to hear other sides of all opinions and viewpoints and all that stuff. And it might make your way a little better. Let's be real. Sure, 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 sure. Um, did you have... You oh, yeah, I have something else. Yeah. This is a quick topic that has nothing to do with our general thing, but uh, I was just thinking about it earlier. Can you? Can someone give themselves a nickname? Ooh. How do you feel about nicknames? Well, I love... <laughs> I love my nickname that happens to be also my name. It's weird. Yeah. yeah that's kind of a weird Well, name. you go by your last name. Go by my last name. I would a call lot that of a nickname. Right. I would too. Um... I think that you can't. Right. It has, to, it has to come from someone else. Oh, it's got to be organic. Yeah. Right? Like, it has to grow organic. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the reason I say that, I have a couple reasons I said that. I tried to give myself a nickname back in the day. Whoa. I tried to get people to call me R3. Yeah. Because I'm Ralph the Third and yeah. R3. Now, in doing that, one person in my life called me R3. My mom's stamping class friend always called me R3. Doesn't exactly <laughs> ring for, you know, cool nickname. And yeah. then my dad ended up by being called R2 by a Ooh. lot of my friends. R2, D2. It kind yeah. of rolls off the tongue a little bit. R3 is a little forced. R3 is forced. I couldn't get anybody to call <laughs> me that. When I played basketball, like church basketball and stuff, I used to get people try to get people to call me Trey. You know, yeah, for three. three, shoot three, I'm the third, you know. Yeah, nobody called me that either. Um, you know what nickname I had for like a day? Two days, technically. Was it yours that you gave yourself? My friend Hans's bachelor. No, I actually earned the nickname. Oh, okay. My, my friend, I told my kids this story the other day because it was just so ridiculous. Uh, I don't know how it came up. My friend Hans's bachelor party, we went paintballing. Ooh. And I was, you know, we were, there were all these local kids with all these like souped up paintball guns yeah we had the rental guns they were kind of weak and i was scared to get hit by the paintballs i thought it would hurt right and so i hid behind stuff a lot trying to snipe people and not get hit yeah and i kept hearing metal cans get metal cans get metal cans and then i realized i'm hiding behind metal cans they're referring to me as metal cans oh and Hans's friends at the bachelor party for the rest of that night and at the wedding called me Metal Cans. Wow. I was Metal Cans because I hid behind Metal Cans <laughs> to try to not I get shot hiding. by paintballs. Ball, um, that nickname did not stick. One day. It was, it, was one, it was one and a half days of a nickname, but at least I earned it, question mark? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think you can't. I think you got to stop. I'll, I'll work on a nickname for you. No, I don't need a nickname, I'll but just it's just, it's just something I was thinking about because it's fun to have a nickname and, and uh, you know, Ralphie is the closest one I've ever gotten. I, there were a lot of people who called me Ralphie at various yeah. times. but um, One thing that I struggle with nicknames is... When you introduce yourself, everyone in my life pretty much calls me by my last mm-hmm, name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Being a teacher, Mr. Baker. Mm-hmm. All my friends, Baker. Mm-hmm. But when I introduce myself, I introduce myself as Zach. Yeah. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Zach. Because if and you... I'm hoping that somebody around me goes, oh, but we call him Baker. But Because you can't... Okay, if you have a nickname, you can't introduce yourself by the nickname because that's weird. Weird. That group of people you're meeting has to embrace that nickname. They'll maybe find out. The first episode of Jersey Shore, 
Wow comes in and introduces herself to the house as Wow. Now they all have nick- nicknames, yeah, but they don't introduce themselves with nicknames. She does, and they give her a hard time in the in the interview room. They're like, "Who introduces themselves with their nickname?" Like, yeah, right. "Hi, I'm Wow. Yeah. So anyway, never introduce yourself as with your nickname. That's just a quick piece of advice. All right. So this was not one of our two <laughs> topics today. Eight minutes in. Sorry, I just it was just on my mind. It's kind, it was of, kind fun of fun. One. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, so you got a bonus topic today. Apparently, you can't pick your own nickname. Let it grow organically. Yep. All right. Uh, do you want to start with your topic today? Sure. All right. I so love my topic. A couple of social topics today. Yeah. Kind of social themed. Get us started, Zach. What are you? What's uh, What's um, your advice for today? My advice today um, is about phone calls. We live in an era of text messages, instant messages. I mean, AIM kind of started it all out, right? Mm-hmm. Where you just like whoop, send a message. At night, you sat down at your computer to message people. Yeah. You, it wasn't, you weren't talking on the phone. Right. And that was also a time though, when it was like the home phone. Yeah. Which was there weren't, it wasn't the cell phones, but it was like, if I wanted to talk to a girl, it was like, I had to call on the phone that my whole family uses. And it was a little awkward. Yeah. So it was, that was, and you, it was always their parent probably Uh answering and you're like, Hey, can I talk to (laughs) so-and-so? Actually, it's funny. The one girl I'm picturing in my head that I talked to once and it was super awkward because I had to like ask for her. Her name was Laura. Huh. Small world. Anyway. Interesting. It wasn't yours. <laughs> That's okay. That's a long time ago. Um, so, phone calls. I am a notorious phone caller. I would prefer never to text, ever. And I would always choose to phone call or FaceTime. I want to be able to see and hear, see and or hear, uh, the person I'm talking to. Now, let me just start off. This is an unpopular opinion. People, in theory, say they like the idea. They don't. I call people pretty much every day. That's how I communicate with people. Instead of, And I do it while I'm driving. I'll talk about that in a, in a bit. Good use of time. Yep. So I feel like I can connect with people talking to them better than I can texting them. So I choose to call. Now, my friends all know this. Oh, Zach's calling again. <laughs> now, in my mind, they're going, I'm not answering this. He's going to want to talk for 45 minutes, which is okay. I'm okay with that. I just move on to the next friend. <laughs> and I'll talk about that you too. You have a list you go down. Well, no, I just like, I kind of cycle through because I, I want to stay connected mm-hmm. and we live such busy lives. If I don't take time to text them, which I think is weird, then I, then I need to call them and connect with them. Otherwise, you know, five years passes and you haven't talked to them. You're like, holy cow, I was like really good friends with that person. We both got significant others. And then I haven't talked to that person because we just have busy lives. You know, you add kids into that mix, you add whatever it is. And um, one quick call and all of a sudden you're... You, you feel close to you that person You've touched base again. and it's like, it's like the time never passed. Correct. Yeah. So what I do, here's my advice. Um, when I get in my car, no matter where I'm going, not no matter where I'm going, but a lot of places, I will pick somebody and I'll call them. Now... Hands-free, of course. Hands-free, yeah. We're a hands-free state. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I always have my headphone in because I'm always calling people or I use my car or whatever. But I choose somebody and I call them. If they don't answer, then I pick the next person I haven't talked to in a while because I want to connect to those people and I don't want to lose them to time. That's kind of what Ooh, I... That was deep. Yeah. Whoa, I got goosebumps. Yeah, I got goosey bumps. So, I mean, that's my topic today is just take some time in your life and call people. 
I know everyone is busy. Every like seriously, I mean we're all busy, right? Mm-hmm. I have a thousand things I can be doing, which is why I choose the car as my time to call. If people don't answer and my feelings aren't hurt, they're busy. Yeah. And hopefully they'll call me back. Um, but I always go out of my way to make a phone call because it makes me feel more connected to others. How do you think about that? So I'm one of those people that doesn't like talking on the phone. Um, and I, I'm, a, I'm admittedly a texter. So... Well, I, I, call, I call you. Like, yeah, let's, let's, well, just, let's preface. We live across the street and I call him. Yes. And not only that, you prefer FaceTime. And so all of a sudden I'm getting a FaceTime call and I'm picking it up and it's like, uh, hey, what do you want me to bring for dinner tonight? And I'm looking at your face and I'm thinking, number one, why do I need to see you <laughs> whenever we're talking about this? Number two, why couldn't this have been in a text? Now, I understand wanting an immediate response. Like, you want to know what you can bring. You're on your way to the grocery store, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And a text, you might have to wait. Now, if you're iPhone people, you see the dots, you know they're responding, which helps. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to have an iPhone topic at some point. Because, man, the people who make your messages green just really grind Ooh, my gears. I, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but um, I one, – one thing that has always ground my gears – now I've used that phrase twice yeah, today. Yeah. Let's have a talk about how that phrase is ridiculous. Um, I, uh, w- when I text someone and they respond by calling me, I, I really hate that. Oh, now, I love that. Now you you do that, and I, I don't hate I don't hate when you do it. Like I've that's fine. You're hey. you're one of the people who doesn't my, another. My, I have another friend, Mo. She'll do the same thing. However, um, she's all, she'll uh, she's in the car. Like she'll always say, like I would have. Te- she knows she yeah. knows that I don't like dialing the phone. But she's like, I would have I would have um, texted, but I'm in the car, so I figured I'd call. And a lot of the times, that's in a voicemail because I don't pick up because I'm looking at my phone going. Come on, Mo, I wanted to text. If I wanted to call, I would have called, right? Now, the other thing is, um, I have grown a little bit on, um, like, my sister and my niece my niece and nephews. I FaceTime them every couple days. Yeah. I think that's important to stay in. You know, when you've got family, that's definitely important. My grandparents, you know, that's... Obviously, I want to call my grand my my grandpa in particular oh. who doesn't live here and is more aware. You know, he's. I'm so sorry. That was you're that was fine. your lead in. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say I, that was the main reason. Yeah, right? I, and I totally spaced on that. So the you kind of touched it right there. Was the reason this happened? Bringing back to college, I was a, a sophomore, and my grandma, Granny Baker was in the hospital and she was like on the way to passing away. I called her. It was very sad, like loved her to death. And after she passed away, I was like, holy cow. Why didn't I call her more? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? And I'm sure everyone has that. Right. And I use my, a family member, but it could be anyone, right? A- any one of your friends might need that call from you sure. or might want that call from you. And so I just decided right then and there, one, my grandma that is, was still alive, is still alive. I call her every Friday when I'm on my way home from work, every single Friday. I've missed a couple here and there, but if I don't, I get back to her like that weekend. So I make a point to every Friday, (coughs) call my grandma. But that just sparked for me like, holy cow, I need to call other people because who knows, right? Who knows what this world's going to bring? So that's why I call because it, it makes me feel closer. It's kind of selfish. Makes me feel closer. But also I think 
just communicating with your words is better than texting where it's like a lot gets misinterpreted and things like that. We're in a, we're in a phone call. It doesn't. So, and, and we try to talk a lot about, you know, some of these things come from, we have not done them in the past. And so we go, Oh, that has led to bad things or that doesn't feel very good. And so then we right. develop this new way of doing it to improve. Like right. we want to, we, we, I want to be a problem solver in my own life. Like this is an issue. And so I've had friends where I've been super close. Like I'm thinking of a couple of friends that, um, I went to high school with, and then I went to Concordia with them. Mm -hmm. And then we graduated. We were back here. They're still, you know, in the city and they got a couple of kids and like five, six years went by. I didn't talk to them at all. Then we got back into, into contact. We talked a little bit. I went over there a couple times, got to know the kids, helped them move. And now it's been, you know, COVID happened. That didn't help. Yeah. But but now it's been probably over a year since I've talked to them. And it's like, God, I got to give them a call because right. it was so nice when I reconnected with them finally because I was always super close with them. Yeah. You know, same with like I mentioned Hans of the Bachelor Party. Right. He's up in Fargo. He's I'm the godson or godfather to his one of his kids. And so I see them once a year at the birthday party. You know, I don't talk to him a ton. So I try to call him, you know, once a month, touch base. Um, you know, and, and luckily for me, I mean, I'm obsessed with fantasy football and that has kept some friendships in contact a little better because once a year we have the draft yep. and we can, you know, or the playoffs at the end, we, you know, trash talk during that time. And for a lot of my high school friends, that's actually kept us in contact too, but through phone calls. There you go. Yeah. But I'm I'm a texter person by nature. And I admit that it's, For now. it's better your way. For now. Growth mindset. I'll get you there. So the advice there is... Call somebody. Pick up the phone. Call somebody you haven't talked to in a right. while. Yeah. I think that's good advice. Or a couple people. Or a couple people. Yeah. Or somebody every day. Yeah. Whatever whatever floats your boat. Yeah. So your, your topic is something that I struggle with. So enlighten us. Well, you are... You are younger than I am. I think that's part of it. But but here's my topic. My topic is writing thank you notes that are sent through the mail, through the actual post office snail mail. Yep. Um, my brother and sister and I, you know, a lot of this comes, you know, a lot of this stems from how you were raised. And it's funny, some things... You were raised, and then when you get older, you want to change how you were raised because there was something that was not that what that you didn't like about you know how your parents did or whatever. Right. And other things, it is ingrained in your mind, and that's how you do it. And one of the ones that stuck with me was writing thank you notes. And my brother and sister and I all do it. We were trained that after a birthday or after Christmas, any gift-giving holiday, really, that you sat down and you wrote your thank you notes. Sure. And for us, it was that, you know, we had we had all of our grandparents. We had multiple great-grandparents. Like, we were really lucky to have all of these family, older family members who sent us presents and money and, like, throughout our entire um, childhoods. And we were trained that you... Well, number one, on the holiday itself, you call and say thank you. But then you send a thank you note through the mail say, expressing your gratitude. And you do it soon. And I think one thing is that, you know, people don't, as, it's, as the years have gone on, like more so now, you know, people don't get mail that's valuable. We've talked about mail already. If you get a piece of mail that actually came from someone, that's 
that's exciting, you know? Yeah. Like when you, when you get holiday cards from right. a bunch of people um, or wedding invitations, things that actually come in the mail, it's, it's exciting because most mail just gets shredded or thrown away. Right. And so I think that is one thing. I think that people enjoy getting mail. I also think it's good for younger people to see that that is something that is appropriate and nice. I know when I, I have my students write thank you notes for pretty much anything. If we have a guest speaker come to the classroom, we write them thank you notes. If we have a field trip that's sponsored by Target, we write thank you notes to the people at Target for that field trip. Um, we write thank you notes at the end of the year to the principal and your prep teachers. Shout out to, to you, you yeah. know, um, specialists, I should say. Um, you know, so I have my kids writing thank you notes. I also, when my students give me gifts, I write them a thank you note that gets good, that I send to them in the mail. Thank you so much for the gift. I really appreciate it. See you in the new year. I write it during winter break, like if it's a if it's a holiday gift. Yeah. Um, and I think for them, it's like, wow, I got something in the mail. That's big because kids don't get stuff in the mail anymore. And there have been years or holidays or whatever where I have gotten distracted, realize I don't write thank you notes and I feel bad. Yep. Um, but I, I, I think it's funny. I've got some funny stories around this too. Um, like my, my ex from a long time ago, I, she, her grandma invited me to their like cabin. Mm-hmm. So I spent a weekend at their cabin on the lake, used their jet skis, all this kind of stuff. Super fun. I asked what the, I asked for a reminder on the address cause I wanted to write her grandma a thank you note. Sure. She couldn't believe that. She thought that was the dumbest that, well, you said thank you when we left. I said, nope, not the point. Yeah. I write thank you notes for things. Right. She didn't like that I did it. I found the address I sent it. I wasn't going to give her a choice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Claire's sister, I sent her a thank you note. Let's for... just preface. You were out looking for Claire. <laughs> yes, while had... I was looking for, while I was out looking for Claire, I happened to date this other girl. Yeah. <laughs> which okay. was a horrible experience. Yeah. But no. Um... <laughs> Claire wasn't at the cabin. We just learned that. <laughs> we're talking literally 15 years ago. I'm just um, so, but, so anyway, I, I sent Claire's sister a thank you note. For a Christmas gift to Secret Santa, whatever. Yeah. And um, and she texts Claire, or I overhear the conversation or something. She goes, "So what? Now I gotta now I gotta put this on what? I gotta put this on my mantle. How long does it have to stay there? And now I gotta stare at this thing as a reminder that I didn't send thank you cards and make it feel bad about myself and all this whatever." <laughs> and she go and she sends me a text. Thanks for the thank you card. You don't have to do that, whatever. So you know what I did. What. I sent her a thank you card thanking her for thanking me for my thank you card. It was hilarious. Yeah. In my mind, it was hilarious. Yeah. I think she was like, oh my gosh, Claire, who are you marrying? Yeah. This, is this guy is a lot <laughs> for me. This guy's a weirdo. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I feel very strongly that writing thank you notes by hand is a meaningful thing. Well, you had a wedding and you wrote thank you notes by hand after the wedding, didn't you? Isn't that what I remember seeing you doing? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that's the right that's thing to the do. That's the right thing to do. Right. Yeah, I mean, you should. Um, but, but I I don't think it and matters. And your hand is tired. Like, right. Your hand is tired. And I'm my, you know, my, my, my mom is saying, like, well, you don't have to send us a thank you note. Well, I'm going to. And it's going to come through the mail. I don't care that I see you, you know, before COVID every Sunday morning for brunch. I'm going to send you a thank you card in the mail. It makes me feel good. That's the thing. For If we're talking, like, self-improvement, things that make you feel good... Calling people you haven't talked to in a while, yep. that makes you feel good. Yes. Writing thank you notes as, you know, gratitude for gifts makes me feel good. Yeah. 
you know, if I selfishly, had, right? I yeah. mean, it's in a selfish way, but you're doing it also to connect with others. Even, uh, you know, even if it's not a thank you note, like I, Claire and I, one winter, um, we had two different neighbors who multiple times, actually, you've done this before too. I didn't give you anything, but, but we had two neighbors we don't know as well, snowblow our driveway a couple times throughout the winter. Oh, yeah. I got them each $20 Amazon card. Thank you so much for the help this winter. Snowblow in the driveway. Never asked them to do it. They yeah. just did it because it was a big snow or whatever. I'm Mine must have got lost in the mail. Yours got, <laughs> lo- <laughs> yours got lost in the mail. Um, we'll just say I treated you to dinner at some point. We'll, we'll call it even. But I, uh, <laughs> but I, but I did. I put in their mailbox a little Amazon card, a little thank you. And, yep. and I think they appreciated that. Yeah. I, of course, they haven't snowblowed us since. So maybe they thought that was too much pressure. I don't know. <laughs> You're too needy. You're a needy neighbor. I'm against snowblowing my driveway. I think that's the son's job. I think that's insane. Um, we can talk about that yeah, later too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like my grandma always said about watering the lawn. She said, watering the lawn is God's job. I don't water my lawn. <laughs> which I think is a pretty classic grandma comment. Yeah, it definitely is. Which makes me think of other grass watering things you know oh add it to the list oh add to the list okay so even with our even with our tangent at the beginning here we're actually we're actually on time time. so we're good to go um do you have any idea what you want to talk about next week as i'm looking at this list i'm realizing you have a lot more on this list than i do i just i'm trying to put down anything that pops into my head so if and if there's something that i put you know it probably is a little better if we kind of group things like a couple things that go together like Mm -hmm. we did today do you have an idea of what you're gonna do no i have no idea okay so i guess our loyal listeners are just gonna have to wait in suspense yeah Um, a little just to recap here yep uh my thing well let's just start at the beginning don't nickname yourself. <laughs> Sorry. Don't give yourself a nickname. Ralph uh, just had coffee come out his nose. Um, don't give yourself a nickname. Uh, it most likely will not stick. You need it to grow organically. Oh, I almost sprayed you with coffee. Like, you were... You were about to get the worst drenching of COVID droplets you've ever gotten in your entire life. Well... I'm wearing a white sweatshirt right now. I would have been a little more Jeez. upset about the coffee on my white wow. sweatshirt. Wow. Okay. That was, Second, that was funny. Don't nickname yourself, people. <laughs> yeah. Second thing. Pick up the phone and call somebody. Connect with them. Hear their voice. Better yet, FaceTime them if they have an iPhone. Or Google Meet with them. Or Zoom. I know we're all doing that. But do it with somebody who you actually want to do that with, not your coworkers. Sorry, coworkers. I'll, yeah, I mean, I like Google yeah. meeting with my coworkers, yeah. but it Same. isn't this most, it's not social, it's business. Well, I guess it can, so- it can be social. It can be social. It can be social. But I, there's probably people in your life that you don't see every day or sure. talk to every day that need to see your face right. or want to see your face. Yeah, my coworker Christian has made very clear. He doesn't want to listen to this because he hears enough of my voice. Understandable, sir. (laughs) But just give us the play. All right. Hit play, walk away. On my side, you know, if you have not written, think of something someone did for you lately that would warrant a thank you note. Like, let's say it's too far past holidays for you, too far past your birthday. Either either come up with a plan day after your birthday to write some thank you notes, or right now, think of something somebody did for you that wasn't necessary. Get out a little card, write a thank you note. You know, thank you notes also, I should say, they're not expensive. You can get a pack of like 50 of them. For cheap. For like eight bucks at Target. I mean, they are not expensive. Yeah. Um, two things I so, thought of so while that. you were talking about thank you notes, and I don't want to forget them. One, it works on our handwriting. When was the last time you wrote something? I, and you get it. 
Yeah, I'll, yeah. Would you have something to say? No, I was raising my hand because I pride myself on my handwriting. You do a very nice handwriting, and I do use cursive in my thank you notes. Right, which is so important that when, your school I mean, taught you that. And I was complimented um, when when we were working out in our in our friend's garage on the whiteboard that doesn't yeah. have lines on it. Yeah, you put me in charge of writing things straight right. as an arrow. Yeah, looks very neat. It's not my first time. His wife thought it was the best handwriting. Well, um, what can I say? Handwriting was the big one. Oh, it's my mom trained me. Early. Stamps. Yes. Well, that's part of sending something. So, it do is. you always have stamps? I do always have stamps. Okay. Yes. I honestly, I get them through the uh, ATM machine. I just get them through there forever. Stamps to the ATM machine. They might be a little more expensive, but it is so easy. Okay. My wife has stamps, so I just go to her. When I <laughs> yeah. Need no, I always have a lot of stamps. Okay. Same with checks. Like I always have checks in my checkbook because I write checks for various things. So I, you know, it's just something you have on hand when you're an old soul. Yeah, I don't have checks. <laughs> like I am, I know. I wrote my first check and didn't know how to do it, so I handed it to Laura. You didn't know how to write a check? I mean, I know how to do it, but it looks better if it's in cursive and it... Yeah, yeah agreed. And not my chicken scratch where I'm like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> anyway. All right. That's our episode today. Well, thank you so much for listening. This has been Dominate Day to Day with a Two. I'm Ralph. And I'm Zach. And thank you so much. Thank you. And we will see you next week. Have a great week.